Science is international. There is no such thing as national science, just as there is no national multiplication table. Hey there, podcast listeners, and welcome to this week's Physics Central podcast. I'm Mike Lucibella. That was Herman Winnick, Professor Emeritus at Slack, quoting Anton Chekhov. For the last 15 years, Winnick has devoted his life to building a giant particle accelerator in Jordan called Sesame. It's been able to get enemy nations to work together and promises to change the scientific landscape of the Middle East. Sesame stands for Synchrotron Light for Experimental Science and Applications in the Middle East. Sesame is a kind of very versatile accelerator called a synchrotron. Synchrotron light sources can be thought of as sort of $100 million plus microscopes and have become fundamental tools in biology, medicine, physics, chemistry, etc. That was Christopher Llewellyn Smith, president of the Council of Sesame. Synchrotrons are big machines that produce bright x-rays, which scientists love to use to study things that are very small. There are lots of synchrotron light sources around the world, but they all work basically the same way. An injector fires a bunch of electrons into what's called a storage ring, a big circular tube, usually dozens of feet across, that keeps them flying in circles. Every time they make a turn, they emit bright light, usually x-rays and ultraviolet light, along a special beam line which scientists use for a multitude of purposes. Well, the science is so broad that it's difficult to summarize it quickly. The, the most active area of using synchrotron radiation is in what's called protein crystallography. Um, there is a need now to understand the detailed atomic arrangements in tens of thousands of proteins that are um, vital to human life. Proteins are really just the tip of the iceberg. It's used in, uh, in many things for studying tissue, for example, in biology and medicine, and uh, there'll be interest in uh, local applications, looking at local pathogens. can also be used for archaeology, because you can use synchrotron light to non-invasively uh, study samples without destroying them, to discover you know, how they were fabricated, what they're made of, and so on. Uh, it can be used for studying the properties of materials to make better catalysts, or to make... Um, new photocells. So, you know, it's just a basic tool for doing a very wide range of, of science. There are more than 60 such synchrotron light facilities around the world. We have eight in the United States. Um, every European country pretty much has one. Canada, Australia, uh, Japan, Korea, Taiwan, China, India, etc. There are none in the Middle East. And for a long time, there's been a feeling that having one in the Middle East will be a good way of building up a wide range of science in the area. The science is growing again. Of course, in Israel, it's fairly active scientifically. Um, in Turkey, which is a member of the science base, is growing. In Iran, also a number of countries like Egypt, Iran, Turkey, uh, and Jordan, actually, the science base is growing. If they want to be competitive in this field, uh, scientists in these areas need access to a synchrotron light source. However, there's so much more to Sesame than just science. For a part of the world that's been synonymous with conflict for ages, it's a rare instance of collaboration. This came together with the idea that it'd be nice to have a project which brings together people who um, quite often don't even talk to each other, at least the countries don't talk to each other. It would be a way of promoting, <clears throat> of using scientific collaboration to promote understanding, peace, as well as for developing science and technology in some of those countries in the region. It really is amazing which countries have signed on to the project and how they've been able to put aside their differences in the name of science. Egypt, uh, Israel, Palestinian Authority, 
Jordan, Cyprus, Turkey, Pakistan, Iran, and Bahrain. I think that's the nine. And as you can see from among those, there are countries that have difficulty with each other, sometimes very severe difficulties among the governments, Iran and Israel, Palestinian Authority in Israel, but also Greek Cyprus and Turkey. At the council meetings, um, we discuss, and the president of the council makes it clear that politics and other factors are not to be discussed at these council meetings. And although there's very occasional attempts to inject what you might consider political um, arguments or concerns, uh, it is very quickly ruled out of order by the president. Winnick was the first to suggest building a synchrotron in the Middle East and did so in a way that turned it into a global project from the very start. A facility that had been built in West Berlin in the early 80s uh, was being replaced by a newer facility in East Berlin. And I was on a committee to review the progress of the new facility called Bessie 2. When I asked what's going to happen to Bessie 1, the answer was, we're going to call in a junkyard dealer, cut it up in pieces, and sell it for scrap. And I immediately said to one of my colleagues on that committee, Gus Voss, that that's a shame. This is a beautiful machine doing extremely good science on some 30 beam lines and experimental stations and advanced monochromators, detectors, instrumentation. And I said it should be offered as a gift. Uh, I immediately said to serve as the centerpiece after upgrading, because it was 15 years old, um, to become um, a facility in the Middle East. Since then, the scope of the project has actually evolved a bit more. The, the original idea was simply to build a machine that was being closed down. That is not what we're doing now. I, I get the criticism, what are you guys doing rebuilding a second-hand machine? It won't be competitive. The main ring, the storage ring, is totally new, state-of-the-art. But we are using, in the first stages of the accelerator, hardware from uh, the closed-down machine in Germany which was offered and got the thing off the ground, but uh, refurbished and with completely new um, electronics and so on. Uh, in the experimental beam lines, we will also make use of some hardware that's in there. But these are basically things like magnets that last forever. And we also have lots of beam line equipment. The facility in the UK, the synchrotron radiation source, uh, has been replaced by the diamond facility uh, in the UK, and four complete beam lines have been sent from the Darsbury facility to Jordan. Sesame has also received equipment from France, from Switzerland, and the United States. It's not clear how much of this beam line equipment will be used. We plan to come online, as I said, with the funding stream um, in 2015 with four complete beam lines, some of which will be based on these donated beam li- on the donated beam line equipment. But at least one facility will be completely new. A completely new infrared beamline is uh, being purchased right now. And uh, other beamlines will be some composite of donated and new equipment. The building and the machine's radiation shields have all been constructed. But Sesame is still just a little bit short on cash. The, the real challenge at the moment is funding. Because these are countries, many of whom whose science budgets you really can't see with a microscope. They're not used to funding big science projects. So 
uh, and furthermore, since the original idea was to was to rebuild an old machine, they joined without any obligation to put capital funding. Um, they have to pay the annual operating costs and the manpower and the electricity, but they thought they weren't, wouldn't be required to pay for, for, for hardware. Even so, the organizers remain optimistic that the money will come through. Now, just this week, the European Union pledged 5 million euros, or about $6 million. Sesame still needs about $10 million to get up and running, and another $25 million for the machine to reach its full potential. Officials from both the United States and Egypt have said they would likely contribute some money as well, but it's not yet official. I mean, Sesame has been a sort of uh, triumph of reality over uh, cynicism, if you like, and it's, it, it, it's overcome a, a, a lot of um, difficulties or potential difficulties. We somehow found the funding um, thanks to the uh, drive of the scientists in the region and the tremendous help we're getting from scientists around the world, and including in the U.S., of course. That's all for this week's Physics Central podcast. You can find more of our podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at www.physicscentral.com. Thanks for listening. 